You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome in to another Midweek Fundamentals episode, as we do here every Wednesday at Locked On Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast provider, don't forget that we're here with you every single Monday through Friday, five days a week, covering your New Orleans Saints. On today's episode, we're going to get started off with Pro Football Focus's top 50 players in the NFL list and see how many New Orleans Saints are there because there's already a handful. We'll talk about who and why to get started with today's show. Then we're going to jump into our midweek fundamental segment as we do every Wednesday, how to know whether or not your quarterback is looking deep downfield right after the snap. And then we'll wrap up today's episode with a look at New Orleans Saints former quarterback Drew Brees and current running back Alvin Kamara, how they're making impacts in the future of two very different sports. All of that on today's episode of Locked on Saints. And as always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, your co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com and Tuesday co-host over at the National Locked on NFL podcast. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints, your team every day. everybody getting started with today's episode as of right now there are a maximum of about 2880 players that's 90 players over the course of 32 teams or over the rosters of 32 teams on nfl rosters right now and pro football focus took the time to tell us who the 50 of them are that are the best going into the 2021 season and so far a tenth of them are already New Orleans Saints. So let's go ahead and take a look at this list. If you want to hear more about this list and much more around the NFL, you can go and check out the Peacock and Williamson NFL show wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network here. But five New Orleans Saints so far on the top 50 uh, for the pro football focus list here. So let's start off with the first New Orleans Saint who is named to this list at number 48 of 50 is New Orleans Saint safety Marcus Williams. Outstanding uh, uh, consistency over the course of his first four seasons. Two years at 88.2 pro football focus grades or above, but all four years he's had solid grades according to PFF. And they also say, hey, look, we know that this thing happened with him with Stefan Diggs and the Minneapolis Miracle, but that didn't define his game. And that's something that they also give him a shout out for as well, essentially being bigger than the reputation that that started to build for him. So Marcus Williams ends up being the first New Orleans Saint on this list at number 48. Then you get back to back Saints in the lower tier of the 44 or of the 40s areas here. You get 44. Michael Thomas, 43, Teron Armstead. I love seeing Michael Thomas on this list, and I understand why he's a little bit further down the list because you're also working off of the injury from 2020. So it's a little bit of reservation, a little bit of conservatism here, but you know he's one of the better, best wide receivers in the NFL. And because the sort of, uh, let's say, the, the sort of premier aspect of that position, right, that you end up still considering him one of the best players in the NFL. And again, fifth, top 50 out of over 2,800 players right now, this is a pretty good spot for him to be. So he only had 511 receiving yards and one touchdown last season. So now you're looking at him coming in and hopefully getting a much better 2021 under his belt. He's been working very hard over the course of the offseason to rehab and get ready for the season. I think you're going to see a great year. 
from him. Before last season, according to Pro Football Focus, and I'm just going to read straight from it here, uh, Thomas put up three straight elite overall PFF grades above 90. So you talk about the model of consistency when healthy, three years straight where he was credited with a grade of 90 or above. And you also see him, his rookie season, having that 86 grade, but still generating an 1100 uh, yard receiving season with nine touchdowns. So with that being the case, I think you feel pretty good about Michael Thomas if he gets back to being healthy, which I expect that he will, having a great 2021. And it'll be interesting to see how his role switches, changes, and maybe expands with a new quarterback. Now we'll look at pick number 43 or, or player number 43, which is Teron Armstead. Uh, this is all great here. Three straight PFF pass blocking grades over the course of three straight seasons of at least 85 an elite pass blocker, somebody who is a part of an elite pass blocking tandem along with Ryan Ramchek. You also see him coming off of a 77.5 run blocking grade from the 2020 season as well. Humongous part of all of the success that we've seen from the New Orleans Saints over the past few seasons. Now we'll go ahead and move up the list a little bit to get to number 39. It's Alvin Kamara, the star running back for the New Orleans Saints. Over the last five years, according to Pro Football Focus, only Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler, that's how you get to the fifth year there, are the only running backs who average more than two yards per route run. That's a big deal. And, and I'll explain why. For the most part, when you're a running back and you're running these routes, you're catching passes behind the line of scrimmage or at least very close to the line of scrimmage. And a lot of times you run routes just to be a, a safety net, essentially, to be an outlet, right? So if that's the case, you're not always getting the targets every time that you run those routes. But because of how uh, predicated the Saints offense is on that running back being versatile, just like you see with the Chargers offense and Austin Eckler and his ability to be able to be a pass catcher out the backfield, this is something special that Alvin Kamara continues to put together. And as we talked about in yesterday's episode as well, when we went through and looked at the a part of our position by position breakdown, when we looked at the running back position, Alvin Kamara is very close to just about every scoring or yards record that there is for the New Orleans Saints in terms of franchise records. So no shock to see him here. Uh, would have loved to have seen him in the top half, right? In the top 25, but here he is at 39. Take it for what it is. He's a running back too, so he might be a little bit devalued because of the position there. And finally, the last New Orleans Saint to make the list as of right now, which is still updating through Friday, is Ryan Ramchick at number 28. So getting a lot of shine for Ryan Ramchick here, a player that we often look at and say, hey, he's not getting enough shine. So here he is just outside of the top half of players in the NFL going into the 2021 season, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, I'm just going to read the blurb here because it's great. He's a, a run blocking man mountain is exactly what they call him. Uh, hit the ground running in the NFL. Excellent standards every season. He's yet to have a bad season in the NFL or even grade anything other than very well in any single facet of play, including earning a career best 90.9 overall PFF grade in 2019, and then had a little bit of a downturn last year, but still had a very, very effective 2020 as well. So those are your five New Orleans Saints who have been named to the list with numbers one through 20 still on the way. Some unnamed New Orleans Saints that could potentially slide into that top 20. Demario Davis, he always gets a lot of love from pro football focus. So we'll see if he ends up in that top 20 and maybe even Cam Jordan can end up in that top 20 as well. There are some other guys that I would love to see there. Marshawn Lattimore, not a part of the list yet. 
but you haven't also seen CJ Gardner Johnson, who can he slide into the top 20? I don't know. I don't think so, but I'm going to mention his name because he's an outstanding player and that is, uh, that's for certain. And maybe even a guy like Eric McCoy, although he did have in pro football focuses system, a little bit of a down year last year, but those are some players not named within the top 50. Some of those could potentially end up in the top 20 still to be named on Thursday and Friday. So if you want to take any guesses as to who might still be named by the New Orleans or for, from the New Orleans Saints, Go ahead and drop them in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube or send me a tweet at Ross Jackson NOLA. Coming up next, we're going to jump into our midweek fundamentals segment. We're going to talk a little bit about quarterback dropbacks and what they can tell you about what your favorite offense is looking to do. Then we'll get to Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara and how they're working to make an impact in a couple of major sports across the world of sports. As we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, your team every day. Hey, for those of you that are obviously Saints fans being here watching Locked on Saints, you may also be LSU fans. So it may interest you to know that LSU's opener for their college football season, they are minus five favorites up against UCLA in uh, Pasadena. So if you're interested in that, you can check it out over at betonline.ag. Maybe get in on the action as well as they just released about 48 games, about 50 games that they call games of the year across college football that you can bet on immediately, right away, well ahead of the college football season. So if you want to get in on any of those early lines that you think might be a mistake, head over to betonline.ag, sign up for a free account, and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, so you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So you put in $500, you'll get an extra $250 bonus on top of that in free play for you to be able to use. That's promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for that 50% welcome bonus over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, y'all, moving right along in today's episode of Locked on Saints. It is midweek fundamentals, as we do here every Wednesday. Have you ever been watching somebody breaking down film and hear them say, this quarterback was looking underneath, this quarterback was looking to the intermediate area, this quarterback was looking deep, and kind of wonder how do they know that if you can't specifically see maybe the direction that the quarterback was looking, or there's multiple targets over to the left side of the field and you can't really tell where the quarterback was looking. But there's an additional identifier that you can use that can help you maybe look a little bit smarter than the rest of your friends as well as you're watching games and things like that. And it's just a neat little easy trick to know so that you can understand maybe where your quarterback that you're watching on film or even in game action is looking to target the field. So let's talk a little bit about quarterback dropbacks. This is a really simple concept, right? It's the number of steps that a quarterback takes after they have gotten the ball from the center, after the snap. So we're going to start off with taking a look at four different ones. There's not going to be any visual aids for this one. It's pretty simple to talk through, and I didn't want to run the risk of any copyright strikes or anything like that. So we're going to keep it simple. But when it comes down to it, what you're looking at is either the quick game, a three-step drop, a five-step drop, or a seven-step drop when you're under center. We'll talk about shotgun as we go through because there's a couple of different ways to look at shotgun as well. Now, is this a one-for-one identifier that one thing equals one thing all the time? Absolutely not. Every team has their own way of utilizing drops, their own scheme, their own way of utilizing opportunities to buy their quarterback's time. Is it a mobile quarterback? Is it a pocket passing quarterback? All of that. So it's not going to be 100% accurate, but this can help you maybe if you have a little bit of a question about, okay, I see that a quarterback was looking left, but there's a short, intermediate, and deep route here. Which one were they maybe looking to, right? Were they looking to take a shot? Were they looking to keep the ball close to the line of scrimmage? So let's talk about this. And again, we're starting with the quarterback under center in each of these. So if you're talking about the quick game, you're talking about a quick snap, 
turn and throw to whichever side of the field that he's looking for and whatever receiver he's targeting, tight end, running back, whatever it might be. That is obviously an indication that that was meant to be a quick pass. You're trying to pick up a quick, you know, one yard or something like that on a third and one or a second and one or something like that. So you're looking at just getting the ball out quickly, getting the ball to the receiver. Maybe even you're trying to quick snap the defense and catch them off guard. That's a pretty simple one. Three-step drop essentially puts you about five to six yards behind the line of scrimmage from where the ball is snapped. That means that you're probably only looking about five or six yards downfield as well. You're not trying to really run these big, deep routes and give your quarterback a three-step drop and expect him to be able to have time to wait for one of those routes to be able to uncover or develop or anything like that. You might have those deep routes there to help clear out some of the defenders underneath, but usually you're targeting within five to six yards in that scenario. And that's before the play breaks down. Maybe you escape the pocket, buy some time, all those other things can happen too. But usually with a three-step drop, you're looking at a quick out, a quick in, a slant route, a screen sometimes as well. Those are always kind of a little bit different as well. But there are a couple of different things that you can look at that are closer to the line of scrimmage that would be a three-step drop as opposed to maybe a quick shot where you're throwing a bubble screen or you're trying to you know take advantage of a pick route or something like, or excuse me, a rub route as they call it on offense, a pick route as they call it on defense where you have somebody run a slant and then somebody come in over the top to maybe cut off a defender or something like that. So that would probably be your quick pass. This three-step drop, you're probably looking at maybe connecting somewhere ahead of the line of scrimmage five, six yards down the way. A first and 10 looking for a quick pickup, a third and three looking to get the first down, things like that. Now let's go to a five-step drop. Oh, actually, sorry. Let me let me back up one thing real quick. Three-step drop equivalent in shotgun is a one-step drop because in shotgun, you already have the space between the offensive line and the quarterback, right? The quarterback's already removed a few yards. You take the snap, take a one-step drop, and then you have time to wait for those underneath routes to develop five, six yards down the field. Now let's go to a five-step drop, which can be emulated in shotgun as a three-step drop. So the same concept here for both of those, five-step drop from under center, three-step drop from the shotgun. Now you're getting a little bit deeper down the field. That's going to take the quarterback probably about seven or eight yards behind the line of scrimmage at that point. If you're taking it from center and you're going five steps back, that's probably looking at 10, 12 yards down the field uh, in routes, out routes, not the quick ones, but the ones that you know take you 10 yards down the field before your break or the break being where the receiver essentially changes direction, right? Uh, you could also look for that being maybe some over routes over the middle of the field, something like you see, like you saw done a lot with Jimmy Graham and they, em- they emulated it with uh, Jared Cook quite a bit as well in New Orleans last year or the last two years. You could also see a couple of other, you know, crossing routes where you're just waiting for somebody instead of targeting them at center. Maybe you're waiting for them to get outside the tackle box, things like that. So there are a couple of different ways that you can look at that and a couple of different places where you can uh, target. And of course, you can still target in the short in the short area as well as behind the line of scrimmage if you need to get the ball out quicker than those routes are able to develop or you're feeling some pressure, anything like that, you still have those underneath routes available to you as well. And then the final or the final one would be a seven step drop from center. That's going to get you probably 10 to 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage, or let me say nine or 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage, but a seven step drop by a quarterback from under center, that's usually a shot play. That's the, if you remember looking at route trees a couple of years, a couple of years ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, that was the seven, eight or nine routes, right? The nine route being ones that take you very deep. The seven route being those posts, eight route taking you outside, all those other things. 
So those types of routes are usually what you're waiting to see develop when you give a quarterback a seven-step drop. So keep that in mind as we get into sort of this new age of New Orleans Saints offenses moving forward, the post-Drew Brees era where you have the younger arms to where maybe the offense expands a little bit and you're looking at some of those. If you see Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, whichever one wins the quarterback competition, taking a snap from under center, but taking a seven-step drop, even if they do throw it short and make a smart choice because of coverage downfield or pressure that they're feeling, take a look at what was going on downfield because that seven-step drop is an indicator that they were at least looking to take a shot there, especially if they keep one of the running backs back to help block or keep an additional tight end there to help block. And you only see maybe three routes, potentially even four routes if the running back sits, uh, sits back to block. You're looking at protecting the quarterback, giving him a seven-step drop, giving time for those routes to develop deeper down the field. So that's it. Really quick, easy way to know where the quarterback might be looking just based upon the depth of the drop back by the quarterback. Really easy stuff for you to translate over into film study if you want to get started with that, or just to be smarter than the rest of your friends, right? You see a quarterback take a seven-step drop, you can say, this is a deep pass, and then hopefully they end up having the deep pass available down the field. So you'll be able to get a little bit ahead of the game with all of that. Now, coming up next, speaking of getting ahead of the game, the Senior Bowl has helped to do uh, helped to do that for young rookies coming into the NFL. And now Drew Brees gets to be an integral part of that process. We'll talk about that as well as Alvin Kamara and NASCAR coming up next as we get continue on and wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, let me help you get ahead of the game a little bit here too. Whenever you need anything for your car, truck, vehicle of any sort, Instead of going out and going to the, you know, the brick and mortar stores, those chain stores are going to upcharge you for everything, make you wait 20 minutes just to go back and tell you that they don't have the part that you're looking for, but they can order it and you'll get it in a week. Don't worry about all that. Order it now right away from rockauto.com. You can do it from your phone. You just jump on, put in your make, model, year, let them know what parts you're looking for, and they're going to give you several different options. And the best part is that even as a do-it-yourselfer, you're going to pay the same price as the professional wholesale guys as well. So it's going to save you a ton of money, 30, 50, sometimes up to 70% cheaper than what you can get around the corner at the brick and mortar store that's probably not going to have what you're looking for anyway, and you're going to have to wait for it. So instead, order it from home, get it delivered to your door, get it very quickly as well with some great shipping options. And don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you, but right in Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us section at checkout, just below that shipping information. Go ahead and check them out for any of your car, auto parts, needs, rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. If you work in an office, look at your colleagues. Look at them. When it's like 2, 3 p.m. and they all whip out these weird, grainy, kind of looks like somebody made it by hand protein bars that you know, happen to be in a package, but looked like you could have just grabbed that out of somebody else's Ziploc bag or something like that. And you can see, you can see it on their face. So they don't enjoy eating these things, but they need them. Keep yourself ahead of the game with the protein bars and go check out BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bars on the market, the protein bars that taste like candy bars. You can actually enjoy yourself while eating a protein bar. I know sounds wild, but it's entirely possible. And it's more than simple uh, in terms of the process to go ahead and grab these. Just head over to BuiltBar.com. You can get a whole mix box. You can try all nine of their regular flavors. You can also do a mix and match, which will allow you to grab three flavors that you know you love. And of course, there's limited edition flavors coming up on the website all the time as well. So head over to BuiltBar.com and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, so you can get 15% off of your next order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
get it, Huda Nation, wrapping up today's episode with a quick look at some New Orleans Saints having some impact on the future of sports. Two very different sports, but two major sports nonetheless. Let's start off with Alvin Kamara, who has been brought in to be the growth and engagement advisor for NASCAR. Now, we have seen Alvin Kamara falling in love with NASCAR over the course of probably the last, I would probably say five or six months. It's probably gone on even longer than that. But in terms of you know how long we've seen it play out over social media, it's been fairly recent, but he has had a big time climb and a big time ascension up to uh, this now new job that he has with NASCAR. Now, is this going to mess with his NFL season and his NFL career? Absolutely not. It's just, you know, Alvin Kamara is out there grinding like any millennial or Gen Z and has multiple jobs. That's just all that it is, right? Everybody's staying busy these days. Alvin Kamara, no exception. So he has been brought in and is now a full-time employee of NASCAR. Let me just say employee. I don't know if it's full-time, but still an employee of NASCAR where he now gets to be at the forefront when it comes to creating opportunities for greater engagement and bringing in new fans to the NASCAR sport. And this is really cool. Like, I love seeing this. Look, I'm not the biggest NASCAR. I've never watched a NASCAR race in my life. I'll be entirely honest. And it's just because it's something I was never really exposed to. Now with Alvin Kamara, there's a little bit more exposure there. And there's going to be exposure to communities that don't usually get an opportunity to engage in a sport like NASCAR with Alvin Kamara there. They did an interview with him. He said that he has some big ideas in terms of how to be able to create some engaging content and engaging processes for folks to be able to come in. And so we'll see how it all goes. But I think this is just such an awesome opportunity for Alvin Kamara to do something a little bit different and to give him an opportunity here to help potentially bring in a whole new audience of watchers and maybe even a whole new population of participants into the NASCAR world. Really, really cool stuff for Alvin Kamara. He tweeted at Sean Payton the other day saying, hey, Sean, I've got another job here. We might have to see how we can work things out. And Sean Payton, of course, quit back with a mariachi band from his wedding and asked if he can get some peace and quiet. I think he's on his honeymoon. So, you know, leave the man alone. Leave the man alone, Alvin. But this is really cool. So shout out to Alvin Kamara for uh, a really cool opportunity there. Now let's jump back into football for a moment and uh, get to Drew Brees here. Drew Brees and Dak Prescott now working along. Uh, both of them work with uh, walk-ons, right? And, you know, Drew Brees has been a huge part of walk-ons for a very long time. And we've seen walk-ons now open 50 different locations. And Dak Prescott is the co-owner, if I remember correctly, of the one in Dallas-Fort Worth, as well as another in Texas, so two locations in Texas. So this is really cool. Both of them and walk-ons now working together with the Reese's Senior Bowl, which you know I was at last year. I'll be at again this year. They have the HBCU Combine, so I'll probably be there a week early for that as well. But now the practice week is being officially sponsored by walk-ons. So now Drew Brees, Dak Prescott having an immediate impact on the future of players because this helps to potentially give them a little bit more exposure. This helps to potentially help bolster that practice week, get some more funds going towards the practice week. And then they'll have a lot of different fun things that are going on with their partnership from walk-ons as well, including being a part of the Senior Bowl block party and the entire practice week. So really cool stuff from Drew Brees, who continues to find ways to get involved, not only with the community around him, but also continuously getting involved in different pieces when it comes to uh, football as well, because here he is moving on to become a, a broadcaster as well with NBC Sports. He and his uh, production company helped to fund the HBCU Hall of Fame. And then now you're seeing this with walk-ons, Drew Brees, the Senior Bowl, this partnership with the Practice Week. So really cool stuff to see all these guys continue to get involved in different areas of sports, different sports, all of that. The more that you see that, just the better the community continues to get. It's a really cool stuff. 
by Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. Now, as we move on with tomorrow's episode, we're going to get into our top three Thursday. So we talked about top three storylines going into camp, top three battles going into camp, but let's talk about top three players to watch going into camp. This can be about players going, you know, coming from injury uh, that are looking to maybe take another step up, all of that. So who are the top three players that you're most interested in watching over the course of training camp? Let me know in the comments below on YouTube or at Ross Jacksonola on Twitter. I'm going to give you mine tomorrow and we'll talk more about it. And we'll also take a look at the wide receiver position, which is going to take up two segments to dig through all of the wide receivers that the New Orleans Saints are bringing back, who they lost, and my projection for the roster going into 2021, very early projection before training camp as we continue on to make sure that you know every single name on the New Orleans Saints team before training camp begins. Now that you're done here getting your day's worth of New Orleans Saints news, talk, and analysis, go and check out the Locked On Today podcast to go ahead and get caught up with everything going on around a wild night in the NBA, the NFL, excuse me, the NBA draft lottery, a fantastic game by the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers, instant classic last night. So go and check that out and get your preview for the rest of the games around the world of sports as well over at Locked On Today, hosted by Peter Bukowski, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we will see y'all tomorrow here on Locked On Saints. Thank you so much for being here, for rating, reviewing, liking, subscribing. We're almost to a thousand subscribers over on YouTube. So thanks everybody for helping to continue to grow that and the entire Locked On Saints family, whether YouTube, podcasts, or otherwise. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them can trust you, that nation. I'll holla at you.